You are listening to the Testudo Times Podcast Network. Hey guys, and welcome to the latest Testudo Times podcast. I'm joined today by Keandre Jones, who led Maryland football in sacks and tackles for loss last season and is now getting ready for the NFL draft. Thanks so much for joining. What's going on? Thanks for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure being here. Um, just been trying to stay busy with this uh, with the stoppage of everything, uh, sports in general. So uh, just trying to stay busy during this uh, different and uh, challenging time. Right, and we'll get into all of that and kind of how it's expecting everything for the draft process, but I kind of want to look back on your season with Maryland football, and, you know, you transferred from Ohio State to come back for, your, you know, your last season and made a big impact on defense. When you look back now, what's kind of your favorite memory of the season? Uh, my favorite memory is just joining, being able to come back home and uh, play in front of my family and friends and uh, do with guys that I played against in high school, um, coaches that uh, once recruited me. Um, I would say that's definitely my uh, my favorite memory. Right. How much fun is that just playing with guys you played against? Like, was there still kind of that aspect of rivalry going on in practice a little bit of, like, who can, you know, out best do? Yeah, uh, attending the council high school and uh, coming back and playing with a lot of guys that's from the, the Matha uh, high school, which is a big rival in the state of Maryland um, was different, but um, it was a it was a fun time just to compete. And um, even though we didn't have the season that I expected, we um, we still bonded, and uh, most of those guys are gonna be about you know long term friends and friends down the future. Who got the best of those matchups in high school? In high school, I was sadly uh, the math there my time at Good Council, but uh, we definitely, like I said, we competed uh, every time we played. Right. And, you know, you always talked about that kind of just how important it was to play in front of family and friends at home. And, you know, Loxley's now been able to land a lot of top recruits from the area, especially for his 2021 class. Like what makes him such a good recruiter to really get guys to start that movement to want to stay home? I think a huge part of him being a great recruiter is him just being from the area. And uh, being familiar with the guys, you know, from this area, it's, uh, it's hard to bring a coach that's not, you know, familiar with players, you know, in this area. Like, we have D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and Loxley. He fits uh, great in uh, connecting with guys from those areas. And um, as you know, I'm a kid from this, uh, uh, from Maryland, and that's that's important, just building that connection, that bond uh, with somebody that uh, sees the same things or experienced the same things growing up in uh, the D.C., Maryland, and Virginia area. Right, and everyone talks about how he's kind of that, you know, player's coach that guys sort of just gravitate towards. For you, what stood out about his coaching and just kind of how he was trying to change that culture? Um, treating everyone equal, uh, even if it's just, you know, showing tough love. Uh, he's going to treat you like he treats his, uh, his sons, uh, you know, his, his family. He treats you like family, and uh, I think that's the important thing with uh, building, a, building a team and, you know, getting to a point where you can be comfortable and talk about things, whether it's football or not. Right, and then, you know, as you got ready for the draft, you were training in Miami with, you know, Antoine Brooks uh, and some other guys. What made you, you know, decide to want to get ready for the draft together? Um, Really, uh, it just it played uh, itself out. We had um been talking to an agent uh, 
after the season, and uh, he just ended up signing with the same agency, which is um, which was cool. And um, just having a familiar face down Miami um, made it easier, you know, to go out there and train to lock in and you know prepare for this NFL draft. Um, it was a great opportunity for us to you know get closer as the um, season ended and uh, continue our careers at the next level. Ram, what did kind of that process for, you know, training look like? What was kind of a typical day for you guys? Um, so it was kind of different from, the, like, our regular school schedule. Um, we're having classes and stuff. Obviously, you know, we're in preparation for the NFL draft. So uh, classes, for me, I know I was uh, set to graduate. Unfortunately, I had to go back and, you know, get my degree. But um, regular day was like 6 a.m. work, uh, wake up, you know, breakfast at like 8. I mean, long, long days, I would say like six, six to seven hours, six to seven hour days, you know, consistent of rehab, workouts, you know, just, you know, learning how to be a pro, you know, routine schedule. Was there anything like specific with your game that you kind of focus on the most down there of kind of like improving or fine tuning? Absolutely. Um, specifically for my position or uh, what I wanted to focus on is just, uh, you know, drills that were off the ball, um, playing in the space and uh, working on my ball skills. Right. And, you know, I've watched you, you know, play, of course, but, you know, for yourself, like, or if you're describing to a team, like, how would you kind of describe your style of play and, like, assets that you can, you know, bring to an NFL team? I would definitely describe myself as a high-motor guy, um, always around the ball, uh, looking to make impact plays, um, sideline to sideline. I'm a aggressive uh in my game my game's aggressive and yeah just somebody that's you know looking to make a big play right and you know obviously you were dedicating yourself to getting ready for you know your pro day and those workouts so kind of what was your reaction when you saw that it was all starting to get canceled um my reaction when i seen everything getting canceled was just control what i could control and that's basically just staying ready at this at this moment staying ready and um when that time comes, whether, you know, we we don't have the pro day or they call it on, I don't know what's, the, what's going to be the outcome, but uh, I know from my end, all I can do is just stay ready. But has that been tough at all, just kind of knowing that, you know, you put in all that training for that and stuff, and then, you know, to just see everything get postponed? Um, It's definitely uh tough to hear, you know, that's, you know, something that you worked so long for uh, one day. And uh, it just gets canceled. <laughs> it's like a, a dream to like go ahead and do your pro day and show out in front of scouts and stuff. So it definitely was tough. But uh, like I said, uh, all I can do is control what I can and um, stay ready. Right. So, yeah, how have you kind of been carrying on with, you know, getting ready now? Mm-hmm. Just uh, sticking to my routine, uh, waking up early, working out. Um same same regular schedule. I mean, nothing really changes for me, but just being able to <laughs> go out and actually, you know, be in the public areas and work out because this virus has limited uh, some of the workout facilities. So I try to get on to, like, open open grass, a turf field if I can. Um, a lot of gyms are shut down at this moment. But, um, you know, in-home basement workouts, that's about the most I can do. What does uh, your kind of basement workout look like? Like, what do you have to work with now? You don't have a gym and stuff. Um, some, I got a barbell, some weights. Uh, I can still do my bench press, still do squats, lunges. 
Um, really, nothing really has changed except for, you know, us being in public areas. Right. And, you know, for you, do you think that kind of just adds some mental toughness and stuff like that, just kind of having to go through this? Because I know it's not the traditional thing where you'd go and, you know, have that pro day and then, you know, go and work out with teams and stuff like what's kind of like the mental aspect of that, I guess. I think just being a college athlete and facing a lot of adversity, you know, not not knowing, you know, what to expect, you know, from different weeks. I mean, as athletes, we face a lot of adversity anyway. So this is just something that's in the, in the way and we'll get over it. I mean, hopefully, you know, soon everything will resume. And um, for honestly, uh, my mental health is pretty good. Um, that's something I focus a lot on during my time at Ohio State before transferring to uh, Maryland. Um, just mental health and making sure, you know, I'm prepared for anything that comes my way with um, this this pause in sports and in, in general in life. Is, uh, it's not really a big stress on me because, like I said, all I can do is control what I can. Right, and, you know, kind of how does that process carry on with teams and stuff, um, you know, since they can't kind of come out and you can't, you know, go work out of their facilities? I know a lot of teams are doing uh, FaceTime video calls and stuff, so it's um it's different, but uh, it's something that we have to adjust to. Um, so that's what I'm getting used to, just like the FaceTime calls um, and phone calls, text messages. Um, I'm not sure uh, what's the process like of visiting teams at this moment, but um, yeah, that's how I'm staying up to date with uh, FaceTimes. And how's that been for you? Does that is that kind of just a surreal process, like being able to? you know, talk to these teams and, you know, finally being at that step now to get ready for the NFL? Yes, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been a cool process of uh, being able to, you know, talk to teams, um, even though I haven't been able to actually go to, you know, to their facility. But um, I was fortunate enough to get a workout with the Bengals uh, uh, linebackers coach. So that was um, that was good before uh, everything got postponed. So um, just really staying up to date and uh, making sure I'm doing, you know, what I need to do on my end and uh, responding back. <laughs> How big of a dream was that for you, just kind of growing up, being able to play in the NFL? I know, like, some guys kind of really look to the NFL. Some guys look to college a lot. Like, was it always the NFL for you, like, something that you really were working towards? I think absolutely. Uh, it started back when uh, I started taking football really serious in high school and uh, knowing that, you know, I could get a scholarship. And then with the scholarship, it came, you know, obviously I want to pursue, you know, make this my job and, uh pursue the NFL so it's definitely um a dream of mine and I'm still in the works uh you know making sure that happens come uh, April 23rd through like 25th in the NFL drive right and then I guess I'll ask you a bit more questions looking back just on Maryland football I might change the order or whatever when I edit it but um as you <laughs> um but kind of looking back on the season like I know you know you mentioned that it wasn't exactly the year you guys wanted I know you stepped up as a big leader for the team what made you kind of want to step up and, you know, be that guy? I think that role just found found, uh, found me. Um, I honestly lead by my actions, um, whether that's, you know, making sure I'm on time for workouts or trying to be the last guy to leave in practice. Um, I think my actions, you know, spoke louder than my words and guys just follow along, which uh, made it easier to um, become that leader on the team. And, like, could you guys kind of just feel stuff changing with, like, the accountability and, and things like that towards the end of the season? Like, could you kind of see this, especially as someone who's from, you know, a program like Ohio State? 
Yeah, I think being in the the Merlin program for only one year, you can definitely uh, you definitely felt the team coming together towards the end. And um, obviously, that that time uh, during camp is important. But um, you know, we stuck it out, and uh, we had a tough season. But uh, a lot of guys, like I said, they, they stuck around. And uh, I think for us, it's just you know, you know making sure we start off on the right foot. Come, uh, you know, even though I won't be on the team uh, come next year or well, this year. Right, are you still going to be following along and stuff like that? Like, I know they got um, Rakeem Jarrett. Like, what was your reaction to see that he, you know, ended up flipping and coming to Maryland? Um, I think that's huge. I think that's huge. Um, I, I look at I look at it um, like how when Stefan Diggs committed um, and stayed in the area, that's a huge recruit. Uh, it looks good for the Maryland program. And, um, you know, I, I wish them the best. All right, and then I'll ask you a bit of just kind of rapid-fire questions to wrap it up here. What was your uh, what's your go-to pregame routine? Go to go-to pregame routine. Obviously, I gotta have my music. I gotta have my music. Um, probably uh, call my mom, and um, yeah, that's it. Music and my mom. That's all I really need. Do you have a go-to you know song to warm up to? I put it on shovel. Honestly, I put it on shovel. Um, it's really I, I go through so so many different emotions before the game, so <laughs> I, I, I don't mind. I just put it on shovel and let it play. I know Loxley likes to listen to Citizen Cope. He was telling us before games. Did he ever try and get you guys like into that? Nah, he he he, he locks in before the game himself. So uh, whatever he's listening to before the game, <laughs> he keeps it to himself. Uh, who has the best dance moves in the Maryland football locker room? I would say Antoine Burks. Are you, where do you rank like on that scale? <laughs> I'm probably right behind Antoine. Okay. Um, <laughs> so what have you done the most to fill your time while stuck at home besides working out and training for a draft? Um, just trying to find, figure out, you know, what is it I like to do outside of, you know, outside of football, um, which is, um, I was just starting writing, writing more, writing more of my notes, um, writing, let's see, not really too much, not, I mean, I'm eating a lot more, I'll tell you that, I probably gained probably like 10 more pounds, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I would definitely say, uh, I just picked up writing. You playing, you mentioned you don't like watch uh tv that much you playing video games or doing anything like that to fill your time when i when i can uh i do play a little video games here and there a little madden um i still have the college football game the ncaa college football which is one of my favorites uh with with the updated roster so i play that too see that's a good move like when you update it with the updated roster absolutely so do you ever play with maryland football like from last season oh absolutely all the time nice I guess I'll end with this last question, a debate that people had for a season. Who was better at playing Madden, Javon Leak or Anthony McFarland? I caught both of them playing Madden every time I would come into the facility. Oh, man, that's a hard one. Because both, both, dang. Who, who, who did you have? Who, you, who do you think? We never got to do, we were going to do a video where we did it with them, but we never got, I never got to play with them. Yeah. So I haven't seen. I've just heard both of them say that they're better. See, and I and I've, I've heard the same thing. Both I've, I've I've seen Leak play. I've seen Leak win. I've seen Ant win too. So I, I don't know. I haven't seen them play each other. I haven't seen them play each other. 
We're gonna have to make that happen. We're gonna have to make that happen. I think that's. I think we're gonna have to get them both on here. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Anytime.